In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. O Lord, may our attitude and spirit be like that of Samuel, who said, Speak, O Lord, your servant hears. Amen. Amen. We know when the end is near. We know times and seasons by the position of the sun, moon, and stars. Farmers see when their crops are ripened enough to determine the harvest. And in literature, film, and television, it is at the climax of the story that we, the audience, intuitively know that the end of the story is soon to come. For Earth, we know the end is near by wars and rumors of wars and famines and plague and natural disasters. It would seem nearly every human being knows when the end is near, including when the end of the world is near. Non-believers know also how to look at the sun, moon, and stars. They, too, see wars and hear rumors of wars. They even experience famine and plague and natural disaster, no different than you or I. And despite what the REM song said, it's the end of the world as we know it, we don't feel fine. People are afraid of the end of the world. And Jesus even warned his disciples and us that people would be afraid. People will faint with fear and foreboding over the end of the world. So we hear of wars and rumors of wars. Last year it was Russia and Ukraine. And this year, it's between Israel and Hamas, nothing new under the sun. As for plague, long before COVID, there was SARS, H1N1, swine flu, Zika virus, and Ebola, all within my lifetime, all diseases and epidemics and even pandemics that could threaten the stability of nations. So, people get distressed over the matter. They react. Some people react by putting their heads in the sand, hoping they aren't around for the end. Others react by scrambling to do all they can to try to prevent the end from happening. And still others run for the hills to try to get away from the trouble. But none of these ever work. I mean, there's a whole group of people dedicating to stopping climate change, a phenomenon which secular society believes will trigger human extinction and the end of the world. A few of them probably make their homes on Capitol Square in Madison, or on your television. Some of these people often end up in jail, not only failing to stop climate change, but often causing more of it by stalling traffic. So the world fears the end, and it is easy for us to get sucked up into that fear. How many of us think it would be easier to ignore the signs of the ailing world? How many of us think we could stop the calamity, can stop the end of the world? How many of us would rather forget it all and run for the hills? No matter how ignorant you may be, no matter how hard you work to stop it, no matter how far you run from it, you cannot stop the end of the world. But the end of the world is not as scary as we might think it may be. Because when we remember who is at the center of all time, Jesus, of course. Jesus is there at all times. He was there at the beginning. Take, for example, the beginning of John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And, of course, the Word 
is Christ, Christ who is true God. Jesus was there at creation, at the beginning. Jesus has even seen the defeat of Satan. When the 72 return from evangelism with joy, Jesus tells them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. So, Christ was also there at the winning of the world's redemption, both as priest and as sacrifice at the cross. And so, as Jesus was there at the beginning, and as Jesus was there at the defeat of sin, death, and the devil, Jesus will be there in the end. He makes it clear he will be there in the end when he says, And they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. But notice what Jesus says to his disciples after this. He says, Now when these things begin to take place, straighten up and raise your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Those last words. Your redemption is drawing near. The end of the world for us, beloved, is not doom and gloom, but hope. And hope here is not a hypothetical. It's not a matter of if, but when. Our redemption is near. It will happen. We just must simply wait. Therefore, in Jesus, we are unafraid of the end. In fact, we have the joy to acknowledge the hope of Jesus' return. Jesus, therefore, invites us to stay awake at all times, praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. But we are not kept awake by our own strength. We do not escape by our own strength. We all escape and have our strength through Christ in his word. This is why St. Paul writes in Romans, Whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another, in accord with Christ Jesus, that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is why you come to church, to continually receive the hope through the encouragement of God's word. This is why we, as brothers and sisters in Christ, encourage one another, as each of us acknowledges the hope we have in Christ to one another. We encourage one another in deeds, in words, and even in song, such as the hymns we sing. And as a sign of this mutual hope, we boldly pray together that the world will end soon and that Christ will come again. Together in Christ, we are not afraid of the end of the world. After all, if Christ's second advent isn't so scary for us, why would we ask him to delay it any further? This is why we pray in the Lord's Prayer, Thy kingdom come. Now, that petition doesn't make his kingdom come any faster, but it reminds us of the hope that we have. That because of Christ, we can confidently pray such a bold petition or a prayer similar to it. How many other world religions, philosophies, or ideologies boldly and repeatedly pray for the end of the world? It's like they all have something to be scared of. But we, on the other hand, we can wholeheartedly pray, Come soon, Lord Jesus. So, let us pray unafraid together then. Come soon, Lord Jesus. Amen. 
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please stand. And now may that peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen.